third Logic WTA title for Coco Goff. It was just a matter of time. Tremendous performance from the 18-year-old American. She downs Rebecca Masarova, the qualifier from Spain. 6-1-6-1. If December has snuck up on you, then there is a good chance the ASB Classic is being under a month away. Certainly has... Also, yesterday, the full draw for the Women's ASB Classic was announced. It featured some names that will create the sort of buzz this tournament is famous for. The Classic uh, will be uh, the US Open winner, uh, Emma Raducanu's first tournament since April, and she joins other stars in the lineup, including Coco Goff, you just heard, uh, Caroline Wozniacki, and Alina uh, Switalina. Uh, Nicholas Lamperon is a tournament director of the ASB Classic and joins us this morning. Nicholas, uh, congratulations on the field you put together. After all the hard work, you must be quite satisfied now. Hi, good morning. Yes, um, very satisfied with the field. Uh, 2024 is going to be the, the first year with the, as part of the new uh, WTA circuit structure. And considering the new restrictions that we have to face, um, we could not be happier with, with the field that we've been able to, uh, to assemble for next year. Emma Raducanu is uh, the latest of uh, the big draw cards. You've offered her a, a wild card. How hard and, and how long were the negotiations to get Emma on board? Um, it wasn't especially long. Um, as you know, um, Emma decided to, to stop a season after, after Stuttgart. Uh, she had multiple surgeries and, and she needed to take that, that time off the court to, uh, to make sure she, she could fix her body. Um, so it's just been a matter of you know being being on regular contact and, and trying to get information on, on a progress and um, and as soon as a date was set for for her to come back to the court, then you know we decided to uh, to extend our, our offer to uh, to invite her. You've also announced yesterday you've signed uh, American uh, Amanda Anisimova, uh, of course, who made uh, back in 2019 the semi-final uh, of the French Open. So uh, another big draw card there. Yeah, Amanda has a bit of a different story. Um, as you might remember, she, she lost her father back in 2019, who, uh, who was coaching us at the same time. And since then, she's, she's been struggling with the form. Uh, to the point that last year, after after a few tournaments, she she decided to um, to quit the tour for a few months, hitting some you know men mental health issues, um, and then she decided that she was she was ready to come back to the tour. So she's got a protected ranking, but we, we've offered that wild card, which will give her more time and more opportunities to to get back to the top of the game. So, uh, thirty-two player singles field this year. Thirty-two, yes. So 22 direct and, and acceptances, uh, yes. four wild cards, and six qualifiers. Right, okay. Um, included in that, those names, of course, uh, earlier confirmation of uh, Caroline Wozniacki, who uh, uh, certainly will be a draw card. Uh, what have you seen about her game that suggests that this comeback might be a successful one for her? Well, she, she had a very successful uh, comeback over the summer in, in a very short uh, time frame. Um, you know, she was in the fourth round of the U.S. Open on, on a third tournament. Being back on tour, she, uh, she lost to um, Kokogov in three sets. Um, and I remember watching the match, and it was even one point when I thought that she could actually win this match. So um, then, you know, she, she decided not to play uh, the uh, Asian swing. Um, 
but she was she played an exhibition last week in in Mexico against uh, Sakari, so I know she's fully fit and and fully motivated to uh, make another statement on the tour. Nicholas, how do you maximise uh, these people being on the ground in New Zealand? Because we, well, this is our window. I mean, this fortnight in Auckland is our, our obviously our major window. Outside or off the court, are you able to, to use uh, these stars to, to actually uh, get tennis in the headlines? Yeah, I mean, we're trying to use them as much as possible. Um, the, the, the beauty of it is that they normally arrive a week before the event. Um, you know, they need time to adjust the time difference. They need time to, to, to prepare. And uh, so we run a, a couple of activations around, you know, some tennis clubs or also for some of our sponsors where we invite the fans to join. Uh, we want to make sure, you know, all, all the fans have the opportunity to meet them and uh, and interact with them during the stay in New Zealand. Are they uh, are they easy to deal with? Uh, in all honesty, I mean, I mean, it's an individual sport with so many individual temperaments and 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 methods about it. How they approach their games. By and large, are they are they easy to deal with, or are you dealing mostly with managers up until the point they actually arrive? So we. Um you know, we uh, decide on the terms with, with the managers, but you know, once they're on the ground, we deal with them directly. And and to be honest, they're they're highly professional. They know what they have to to deliver for the tournament. And you know, as as, as long as you know, we uh, take in, into consideration the, uh, the their preparation time and their recovery time, they're always uh, you know willing to help us on the side and, and do some uh, uh, activities for us. Nicholas, we've talked about some of the star names, but uh, there are um, a lot of other top 100 players within this draw. I, I just wonder uh, if you'd have a name or two that we could perhaps look out for as, as uh, a possibility to go close. Sure. Um, so we, when I saw the draw, I was quite happy, first of all, to see the, the, the density of players that we have between... Um, 30 and 40, because as, you know, as part of the new restrictions, we're normally not allowed to get top 30 players. So the fact that the ones just above 30 uh, are joining the tournament is, is a very good news for us. Um, there's a young American called Emma Navarro. She's only 22 years of age. She was the NCA champion in 2021, and her ranking has improved by uh, more than 100 spots over the last year. Uh, she's already 32 in the world. So she'll be she'll be someone to um, to watch in the future. Um, there's a French girl also um, who's probably 91, maybe. I don't have the ranking in front of me, um, but she's she's been a game's been compared to the one of Amélie Morismo, uh, really talented French girl, 21 years of age, and I think she could have a, she could have a very good season too. What makes this uh, tournament um, so appealing uh, to these particular players? Is, is, what can you provide aside from the tennis itself? Is New Zealand, is Auckland, is that a draw card? Yeah, Auckland is definitely a draw card. Um, you know, we work really closely with, with Auckland Limited. Um, there's a range of activities that we make available for, for players whenever they're, they're in the city. Uh, you know, whether they want to go bungee jumping, whether they want to go to Waiki. Um, uh, whether they want to experience uh, the, 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 the nice uh, Kiwi cuisine, you know, the, 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 all sort of um, uh, activities that we make available for, for all of them. Um, 
and you know it's it's a time of the year also when when it's sunny and 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 I think they really enjoy interacting with with the Kiwis who are very very relaxed and and um, and you know that you know some fans in some countries can can be fairly aggressive. I think it's totally different here. We uh, we really respect the, the the athletes and would not do anything to uh, to annoy them. I should say to annoy them. Hey, um, and Nicholas. Uh, obviously, uh, the men's follows on afterwards. Uh, the women from the first to the seventh, the men from the eighth to the thirteenth. Which is the hardest draw uh, to put together? Is, is there a difference? Um, probably the well. I mean, it's it's difficult to say because the WTA one, we have some restrictions. So because of the restrictions, we need to be really creative. But at the same time, the men's week is the week before the Australian Open. So in itself, it's quite restrictive because we know that some of the top guys don't want to play that week. So, you know, all in all, it's it's probably the same. Okay, so um, how's the men's side of things looking? I mean, I, I see um, that uh, Elena Svitolina is uh, playing in the women's side of it. Does that mean uh, that we may see one of your good buddies, Gail Monfils, on the New Zealand turf? Yes, we, we announced the Gail at the, at the same time as, uh, as Elena about two weeks ago. So Gail is definitely coming. Um, he's not even playing week one, so he will arrive in New Zealand on, on the same day as Elena and he will, he will prepare for a week in, in Auckland. They're, they're both arriving on, on December 26. Um, on top of Gail, we, you know, we've announced uh, Ben Shelton, who's had a, a stellar season. Um, you know, when he came to Auckland as a wildcard, it was his first trip out of the U.S., and then he played his, his first full season of the tour and, and reached the semis at the U.S. Open. Um, Nick Kyrgios was, was tweeting about him yesterday, saying he, he had a dream that Ben Shelton won a Grand Slam next year. So it'll be interesting to see whether that, that dream come true. Um, on top Hell, of it, we have... Sorry. No, no, you go. You, yeah. carry, you carry on, please. Uh, yeah, so also um, Felix Ogialiasim, who... Uh, Struggled through a few injuries this year. His ranking dropped a bit, mm. but uh, bear in mind that he was number six in the world in um, in 2022, and and I have every confidence that he will get back into the top ten at some point next year. Um, and also Cam Nori, uh, he, he is coming back also as he wants to um, get his chance to uh, to to lift the trophy. Absolutely. And one of the interesting uh, things is uh, you have facilities to play indoors, but how soon within the month do you start looking at long-range weather forecasts? Uh, I guess we've been looking at the forecast probably two months ago already. Um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's been a lot of talk in New Zealand around the, the dry summer and the El Nino uh, coming. Um, the, the, the good news is, you know, we have a window of uh, seven nice days so we are we're working on the on the courts right now all the courts are being redone whether they're outdoor or indoors so they'll be the exact uh, same playing conditions and uh, and we hope that these conditions will, will stay during the, the two weeks of the tournament Nicholas uh, the other thing uh, which is of interest really is just how hard is it to keep this window I mean uh, how hard do you, do you have to negotiate each year with um, the ATP the WTA etc to make sure we hold on to this window so close to the Australian Open because uh, there's more and more tennis being played around the world more and more sponsors being wanting to get involved overseas I just wonder how hard you have to fight to keep this existing 
we the the fight that we have is not so much about keeping that window it's about keep keeping the the rights in terms of the players that we can get um the the, the sport is clearly moving towards premium rights so um the, the tools are clearly pushing um for the grand slams the thousands and and the 500 to some degree um we need to be realistic you know the 250 the seat at the at the bottom of the of the of the pyramid so we've got to keep fighting for our rights um but what puts us in a in a really unique position is the fact that you know we're just ahead of the Australian Open um mm. Coming uh, in the just after the, the off season, and players need to play matches at this time of the year in this region of the world. So, uh, I believe this is really helping us. How are the uh, the tickets going? The corporate side of it, I imagine a lot of that's nailed down, is it? Well, ticket sales have been going extremely well, uh, tracking ahead of 2023. Um, you know, when 2023 numbers were already really strong, so that's extremely positive. Um, our corporate sales, we sold out for the men's week and we still have a few options uh, available for the WTA week. So, um, uh, e- and even some, some of the boxes are on daily sale now. So if you want to have a, a chance to watch, uh, you know, Emma or, yeah. or Coco in one of the boxes, I would, um, I would encourage you to have a look at the options. And the best way to do that um, is to go to a website or ring ring a number. Yes, so all, all, all the information is available on on our website, which is um, sbclassic.co.nz. Nicholas, fantastic to catch up with you again. Congratulations on what you've uh, been able to put together. It must be very satisfying to see it all down on paper. And all the best with the weather and uh, the, the the fortnight of tennis that uh, New Zealand so desperately needs each year. Thank you for your time. Thanks very much. Thank you.